Welcome to Daha Chinese History and Culture Podcast. Here we are offering you the constructional Chinese history and what's the thoughts, origins, and background knowledge behind the stories. We also provide several Chinese vocabularies related with the story to help you understand and memorize. Let's get started. Hello, everyone. Good to see you again. I'm Jill, the co-host and a Chinese language teacher of Dahua Chinese. Hi, I'm Caroline. I'm the founder of Dahua Chinese. Today, we're going to talk about a superwoman who not only helped Huangdi win battles, but also became a fertility goddess, Nu Shen. And in the end, she even had something to do with real estate because of her expertise in feng shui. She must be very busy, don't you think? Hmm. Yeah. So every soldier or anyone who wants to have a baby, buy a house, or decorate the house needs to seek her help. Correct. Her name is Jiao Tianxuanyu. When you heard the word Xuanyu, you would know she's a legendary figure in female form. But there is much controversy about her actual existence. Can you explain it to us, Caroline? Hmm. Actually, she has three main prototypes. One is a divine beast in the classic of mountains and seas, Shan Hai Jing, and that book we mentioned in the episode two, that about the ancient aliens something. <laughs> and yeah, she was a creature with a human head and a bird body. So she's not only helped pregnant mothers give birth to their babies, but also assisted in the establishment of the Shang Dynasty. Another story goes that、um, during Huangdi's battle, she descended from the sky, the Tian, and gave Huangdi a book on military strategy, helped him find copper mines. And enables them to make weapons to win the battle. In the previous story, we mentioned rulers or those who recorded this history would need concrete evidence to promote the legitimacy of the ruler and prove that the throne belongs to him alone. So, story or legends were used to verify legitimacy. Ah, exactly. People in ancient times often said that when someone was born. There were some stars and colorful lights in the sky. <laughs> so, if the celestial phenomena changed, it might indicate that there would be a natural disasters or human calamities. All right. Before we hear the following story, let's look at three keywords related to Jiao Tianxuanyu. The first one, 神秘神秘 mysterious. And 长寿长寿 longevity. The third one, 能力能力 ability. The first one, 神秘 means mysterious. 神 we know that means God, and 秘 itself means secret. So 神秘 the combination of the secret of God as mysterious. None of the human being could ever know. Yeah, we can say, 他是个神秘的人
He is a mysterious guy. Correct. If you would like to say someone is mysterious, and you don't know about what he or she is doing, you may say, 他很神秘他很神秘 By the way, in Chinese, he and she are both pronounced as 他 However, the characters are different. Next is 长寿长寿 longevity. 长 itself means long and could be used to modify time or objects. 寿 is your age or life. 长寿 means a long life, longevity. Hmm. So we can say 他很长寿 He lived a long life, like in legend. The founder of Taoism, Dao Jia, is Lao Zi, and he lived for eight hundred years. So we can say Lao Zi 很长寿 I think he's not just 很长寿 He's super 超级长寿 <laughs> Yeah, yeah, eight hundred years. Oh wow! <laughs> All right, and let's move to the last one, which is 能力 Ability. When using 能力 to say capable, we have to add 有 to have, and say 有能力有能力他很有能力他很有能力 It means 他能力很好他能力很好 His ability is good. Or he is very capable, so we can say 他能力很好 His ability is good, but also we can say 他能力不好 His ability is no, no, no good. <laughs> have the room to improve. <laughs> yes. So we have the three words, which are 神秘 mysterious, 长寿 longevity, 能力 Ability, and now let's get into the story. Jiutian literally means nine heavens, the highest, and Shenlu means a woman who is mystery. Mystery is in Chinese is 神秘 As a result, Jiutian Shenlu may be regarded as the highest goddess that is very mystery 神秘 That was why Jiutianshenlu, who represented justice, possessed not only limitless magic power but was also skilled in military tactics. Aside from that, she was associated with longevity in Chinese is 长寿 which was linked to sexual arts in Chinese alchemy. She indeed possessed the ability ability in Chinese is 能力 to perform miracles, didn't she? Do you believe in predictions or fortune tellers? According to legend, Jiutianshenlu possessed limitless magical ability. 能力 Her 能力 to control the stars was one of her greatest powerful. 能力 She once moved the stars and transformed them into warriors to defend China. She was also known as a great predictor who could foretell the future by analyzing people or countries and observing natural changes. The Encyclopedia of Taoism listed several divination methods associated with Jiutianshenlu. Predictors could, for example, 
to observe the image of the place where special grass was shaken off to determine good fortune and evil. Predictors would use a step-by-step -step summation of the shape and variation of the rice grain distribution in the bowl for the prescribed purposes. Why did have a warrior reputation? According to legend, guided so-called Yellow Emperor, who was a great leader, to victory over a mythological being who had a beast's body, but talked like a human, named Shiyou. When Huangdi became stuck in a stalemate, he looked to the sky for assistance. The heavens dispatched who rode on the back of a phoenix with clouds as reins. Rather than directly participating in the war, she gave him military tactics and sacred talismans. Did it work? Of course, Huangdi subjugated Chiyou and established his authority over China as a result of her. Since then, has served as a guardian of China. Why was linked to longevity? She was described in some ancient books as believing that proper sexual techniques could bring longevity, so she was well known for her sexual practices. She was also skilled at breath circulation, which promoted longevity by nourishing the vital spirit mind, and body. People learned how to breathe and consumed alchemical medicines to extend their lives. Taoists believed that traditional Chinese alchemy comprised more than just medicinal herbs, and that they must also worship the gods. Therefore, became the patroness of Chinese alchemy. Despite the fact that was important in folk beliefs, fiction, and legends, there was little discussion or documentation about her. However, from the historical record, was undoubtedly an important goddess in ancient Chinese mythology. Let's talk about where the Jiu appears in modern life. In temples in Taiwan, we often see the Jiu being worshipped. What role does she play inside the temple? Hmm, actually, she has many different functions. The first is for pregnant mothers to pray for a smooth delivery. If you are a real estate agent, you can pray to her for a good feng shui in your projects. And if you are renovating your home, you can pray to her for a good judgment so that your home will have better feng shui. Okay, let's help our listener to understand step by step. Let's start with the childhood. Can you explain to us why traditional beliefs worship the Jiu Tian Xuan Nu during childbirth? So legend has it that Jiu Tian Xuan Nu was a student of the founder of Taoism, Lao Zi, the one we mentioned earlier that lives like 800 years. Yeah, super Chang Shou, right? Right. And she understand the technique of balancing yin and yang. She also understand how to use sex to improve people's health, which is called fang zhong shu. It is a skill in the bedroom in Chinese. <laughs> Therefore, she can bless us to make smoother deliveries during the childbirth. Okay, here we need to clarify. 
that there are many versions of the Jiu Tian Xuanlu. Are you saying that the Jiu Tian Xuanlu was a real person? Ha ha ha! Chinese mythological system is so complex, and people like to interpret it in different ways. So we cannot say which version is the most accurate. For example, some people even say that Nuwa is Jiu Tian Xuan Nu, the the one fixed the sky, Xiao Bu Tian. Yeah, 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 yeah. In episode two, you know, the Jiu Tian Xuan Nu and the Nuwa are both goddesses. So、okay. they are both from the classic of mountains and sea, Shan Hai Jing, and.、Uh, One is a bird, one is a snake. So <laughs> ancient aliens, both of them. <laughs> so yeah, actually,、um, in recent years, temple workers in Taiwan even had to clarify that these two are not the same goddess, not the same nuisance. <laughs> This shows that this myth cannot have a clear context. But if we talk about the version that most resembles a normal person. It is the story of her making the incense stick, xian xiang, to cure her father. When you say incense stick, xian xiang, are you referring to the incense we see in temples in Taiwan today? Yeah, people in temples always take the xian xiang, the incense sticks, to pray to the gods. And according to legend, before Jiu Tian Xuanlu became a goddess, Nuxian. Her father was very sick and couldn't eat or drink. She crushed the herbal medicine, Zhongyao, and blended it with rice and shaped it into a stick, which became the first incense stick, also known as xian xiang in Chinese. So she burned the incense sticks, xian xiang, and cured her father. And after she died, people began to pray to her with the xian xiang. They believed that Jiu Tian Xuanlu would come to wherever the Xian Xiang was burned and listen to their needs or wishes and bless those who burned the Xian Xiang. So now companies and factories that produce Xian Xiang will pray to her for smooth manufacturing. Okay, after discussing the incense sticks. Xian Xiang industry of Jiu Tian Xuanlu and childbirth. Let's take a look at her other business, Feng Shui. Caroline, can you explain the planning and origin of this business for us? Ha, the planning. Yeah, she's so busy, right? Yeah, she sounds like a wealthy businesswoman. Yeah. So okay. Because she was a student of Lao Tzu, she also knows where to do what and how to arrange things to make an event go more smoothly, or to improve the energy of a house or place. In fact, many people believe that during Huang Di's war, Jiu Tian Xuanlu not only gave Huang Di a military book, but also told him which direction the army should face. And which places to go to help him have more energy to win the battle, and it is also the origin of our traditional feng shui. So in modern times, it's like a concept of putting a fish tank at a 45 degree angle to the right of the door to attract wealth, right? Wow, 
You actually know that. <laughs> of course, come on. I've known you for so long, and you always have some strange things in your office. Those are my lucky charms. I believe these things will bring wealth and good luck. And actually, it's not just about the fish tank. The water inside it needs to be constantly flowing for it to be the best. Okay. Hey, <laughs> there are some common feng shui tips, such as not having the front door facing the back door. Instead, you should put a screen to block the direct flow of energy, so that the wealth won't enter through the front door and go straight out the back door. Okay, to benefit our listeners, what kind of house layout do Chinese people generally like? Oh yeah, we prefer houses with a square layout. If we talk about it in a more mythical way, shemi, it's because square layouts are less likely to have corners and edges for ghosts to hide in, which have negative energy. But if we explain it from a more scientific perspective, a square layout can make better use of space and have more efficient routes. For example, if you have a triangular piece of land and want to build a house on it, Chinese people might sacrifice some place by making the foundation trapezoidal instead of covering the whole triangular piece of the land. That sounds very mathematical. <laughs> <laughs> Are there any other considerations? Let's make it into a more like daily basis way. So, everyone's birthday has a suitable orientation. So we usually buy a house or sit in a place with a suitable orientation, or place your bed or study in the appropriate orientation. Chinese people also have the tradition of 视死如是生 which means taking care of the deceased as if they were alive. That's why our cemeteries are messy <laughs> because everyone faces a different direction. Dun dun dun. And it is also a unique tradition for ours. Okay, then what about the living? When building a house, in addition to the layout, what other design considerations bring good luck to the people using the house? Ah,、uh, do you know the Trump Tower that Donald Trump built? So, Trump. Is a feng shui enthusiast. When he was building the Trump Tower, a feng shui consultant told him that the energy at his entrance wasn't good enough. So he placed an art installation resembling a globe in front of Trump Tower, using the feng shui principle of drawing dragons beating out pearls. Oh. To counteract the negative energy from all directions and make a lot of money, some even believe that he was able to become president because of the good feng shui practices. All right, and that's all for today. You might want to put a bowl of water in the house to test if feng shui works for you, and wishing all of us to get a wealth from feng shui. We would like to hear your story. 
You can also join our Facebook page by clicking the link below. Also follow us on Instagram, Da Hua Chinese. You can also send us personal messages. We will love to hear from you. If you are interested in a clear framework of Chinese dynasties, historical background, art, and lifestyles in different periods, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast and give us the five star review. Great! Let's see you in the group as well as in the next episode of Da Hua Chinese History and Culture Podcast. Bye bye. bye. bye.